0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, with a lovely bit of uh I would say technical difficulty. <laughs> We're here live, ready to bring you some joyous news on a Monday late afternoon. And I'm joined by my brilliant colleague here, Jonathan Bestio. How are you this evening, good mate. Thank you, good, thank you. Good evening, everyone oh goodness me it's funny actually say technical difficulty and i'm looking at billy over there who was trying to trying to help us out behind the scenes with uh with a green screen that's a bit faulty this evening but that's okay we're gonna push on five minutes behind schedule now tonight's topic jonathan what we discussed briefly earlier the worst thing to say on your rental application, application. and then look i mean this topic more so to you being that you're on the residential side of yeah. things Let's dive deep into it. Let's see what it's all about. Go for it, man. Let's do it.
1: All right. So the worst thing to put in your application, um, there's quite a few um, that are kind of go unspoken. We don't really speak much about. Thank um, okay. you. Here we so, go. Here so we go. Walking he's out, walking he's, he's out walking the door. Out. <laughs> um, so number one, I would say would be pets. Pets is always just something that landlords just never agree on. Um, yeah, what, in what, the do think, what do you think that is though? What? So I I don't know I don't really know what it is um, I believe it's more to the fact when I speak to landlords and try and say that a, a applicant has a pet um, they end up going off the fact of odds oh, going to damage our floors go damage our carpets. And just pretty much damage the whole property. And it's just the fact of that they don't want to pay for the...
0: So it's the automatic short to the worst, Exactly, basically. So okay. you can't
1: really even sell a landlord of It's Pretty much impossible they have their worst thought <laughs> on the pet. You can't really do anything about it, which kind of makes it a little bit harder to get anybody in a property when they have a pet.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's the pet side of things. What else do you think is the worst thing? Like what let let, let's let's really dig deep. What what's kind of like something, what's something that you've seen that you could draw on from example really?
1: Um well there's there's a couple, it comes with people not really reading the ad. Yeah. It happens a lot where people don't read the ad and then they'll go and put like back to the pet situation, back to a pet on the application. Yeah. So the worst one I've seen probably would be the the ad actually said no pets. And this lady decided that she wanted to advertise on her um, application that she had five cats. Yeah. And I I said, um, it says no pets on the application. Yep. She said, oh, I didn't read it. And we were like, well, it says no pets. She's like, oh, can't you just put it forward to the landlord? We're like, it says no pets for a reason, yep. let alone five cats. You know? And I think that's,
0: So it almost you almost start off on that little bit of a rough patch there, yeah, you know, and it it kind of goes a little bit curly from there. I mean, like we said, you know, you work residential uh, leasing, I work commercial leasing and sales and from a leasing capacity in and commercial, and, and this is where I'm gonna throw my two cents in, I think one of the, the worst things that someone can put forward in an offer, because we don't really run off an application process yeah. like residential do, it's more or less an offer that we're proposing to the landlord or the owner of the property. And it's when someone single-handedly puts down that they'd like to sleep at the property. <laughs> Um, And it's an interesting one because, I mean, look, there are office spaces out there that people like to utilize that, you know, for personal or or business use. Um, Some of them can be quite cozy. Some of them can be quite tucked away and, you know, pretty self-sustainable. So there goes the gong. There goes the gong. You know what's going on up there? Deals potentially be made. But in saying all that, yeah, it's one of those things where people are a little bit too far-fetched, a little bit too honest, and put forward the notion of wanting to reside at the property. I mean, especially when they're looking at the fact that the, the rents could be quite cheap, quite low. Let me still know back. It's almost like they're trying to get a win-win from the situation. But it's a bit of a tough one. It's... Especially when it, and it falls a lot around, you know, the zoning of, of the property, what the properties that the purpose is there for, uh, what it's gone through in, in, in as far as a DA goes, for instance, if, you know, if it was a barbershop, for instance, you can't yeah. let you go sleeping in a barbershop. Yeah. Like that's a very big and broad example. But that's one piece that I can add to this really interesting topic we've got tonight. What else do you think? And look, I mean, we don't have to go really too dark into it, but what else do you think as far as rental application goes yeah so
1: um with a rental application it comes with providing some documents so that we can kind of find out a little bit more about your most like most of the time it's financial situation to make sure you can support yourself Mm -hmm. Uh, we do get a lot of the time people giving us their spending accounts and it has something like a dollar in there and we go well how are you going to pay for anything how are you going to pay the rent And so we end up not going through with the application because there's 70 cents in their bank account, which would make sense. And then they call us going, why didn't we get approved? And we go, well, you only had this much in your bank account. They say, oh, well, we have a savings account. Well, why didn't you send in your savings account? Because we're looking for your financial status, not just to look at your bank statement. Like, it's not what it's about. So it's just like... Minor details that little things that just throw it off completely. That's it.
0: That, that that's the that particular one. It's the minor details that don't really get looked over quite exactly. like carefully, which can almost make just the initial process into the into the property just quite a quite a bit of a difficult experience exactly, for you exactly, that you've got exactly. to run through. It's quite interesting. I think then let, let, I'm thinking exploring the whole commercial side of things. People putting forward a proposal for a property. Um, there was obviously one where I mentioned there. You know, people. in, in Sort of a living situation, um, look. As as far as being honest goes, it's ex, it's extremely crucial by being honest of what the intentions are for the space. I feel like when there's not enough honesty behind the proposal, for instance, and we're flawed between different variables, not making really much sense, it can really put a sour taste in in, in, in just those four front exactly. steps. Exactly. Um, getting getting uh, into the, into the property, um, but look as far as the worst thing i think that someone can put or one of the other worst things that someone can put i think it's about being really dishonest with your assets and your liabilities like in terms of applications for residential it's looking at financials it's completely similar with commercial we just look at it on a bigger scale um, especially if it's a business and i think about not being really honest about where the business stands Um, it it can be one of the most detrimental things when it comes actually moving forward with the property. So that's another thing from a commercial aspect.
1: Let's bounce back to Resi. What else do you see? I got one more good one. It's putting down your, so when we call for references, put down the wrong number. (laughs) There we go. It is the most annoying thing when you call. So the other day it actually happened to me for the first time. I called um, someone's boss, so I thought, Um, just to do a quick, Check up on the work reference and the dad answered. So the dad didn't actually get told that he was put down for the reference. So dad answered, he said, "Um, hello, this is Dylan speaking. And I said, I'm just doing a reference check. Um, And then he goes, oh, that's my son. And I said, I don't think you were supposed to say that. um, But anyways, do you by any chance have the number? And he goes, sorry, I don't have the number. So I called back the guy saying, sorry, you've just given the wrong number for the um, reference check. So he gives me another number. And then he gives me the wrong number again, he gives me his own number. So it's just like putting down the right number so we can actually do the checks properly because it becomes more of like a fluff around for us. And then it just makes it look worse on your behalf when we're trying to like chase up things
0: more. Absolutely. So we've explored basically, you know, the whole notion around pets. Uh, We've explored the notion around uh, your your income basically, where you stand in that realm. your references and this falls with commercial as well your trade references about being crucially honest with those not kind of blanketing them by putting you know the wrong the wrong person or someone that you know that you know is going to back you up if need be it's really good to get people out there that'll vouch for you without really having to press that matter um i was just actually thinking of a really interesting one just then um in terms of commercial like i've been i've got a million and one things running through my mind today and it's just one of those like monday evening emotions um (laughs) commercial wise i think one of the next really interesting thing actually no sorry no this was i was actually going to bounce a a thought back to you residential do you think yeah it's one of the worst things you could do is put down that like all right let's say you put yourself down for instance and you put six other people yeah to potentially live with you is that another thing that's like just kind of like a no-go zone yeah it's
1: just like like random like we get some people going for like a two-bedroom unit with four or five people and we're just like (laughs) that's not going to work like yeah like we feel bad because we want to get them in but it's like you're not gonna you're gonna be living on top of each
0: other like it's just stuff like that and you know i mean for instance there's not normally uh maximum amount of people for a property for instance that an owner or landlord's looking for Um, and then each person normally has to apply separately is that how it works separate
1: applications per person so if you're over 18 you're on the lease most of like pretty much all of the time yeah so you have to have an application for each person over 18.
0: interesting interesting okay so there are there are a couple of you know of the worst things that you not necessarily the worst but things to look out for i think um that we've explored a little bit tonight you know with with commercial it's it's a little bit more it's a little bit more foolproof in that realm you can't really cut too many corners um when we're dealing with such an asset uh with residential I feel that other people get a little bit cheeky yeah. or a little bit oblivious to some of the things that are requested or some of the things exactly. that are asked for but look it's it's definitely something it's definitely something to look out for I mean. it's it's never a bad thing when people ask you know these these questions that some people don't normally go through leasing out a property on a constant basis to to know the processes or know the steps so that's why these things can can come across a little bit shocking exactly but you know overall Overall. there's nothing the worst thing that could be done it's hard to to top it like
1: you can't really be the worst there's little things that you can do that like obviously we don't look for or some are not like looking into sort of thing, but um, it's very hard to do something
0: extremely bad on an application. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, Jonathan, look, it was a brief, but, you know, I hope informative Uh Novak news tonight. We, again, very informative. You know, we had a little bit of a technical hiccup yeah, there. Yeah, a little bit. But little look, bit. I think before yeah. we wrap it up, how long now have you been working in residential for residential um, leasing?
1: About... Four and a half months now, so not too okay. long. Just starting to learn the ropes, really. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. There's yeah. lots to listen to. Take and, in. You're, and
0: you're pretty like switched on when it comes to your day to day. You're on the computer, yeah. you're answering your calls. Yeah, it gets pretty. And exciting. Wednesdays and Saturdays get pretty exciting. Yeah, get
1: pretty busy. Yeah, very, very busy. Yeah, yeah, doing. Now it's starting to come into the beginning of February. It's tending to get really, really busy. Did you
0: feel person. it too? Did you feel that Crazy. February was just uh, a. Yeah february opened up to a different world um, altogether in the real estate market um, and look being for one in the commercial market it is absolutely incredible and mark and i have dabbled in this before you know investors galore a lot of people looking to buy a lot of people looking to spend unused equity i've generated over the past two years you know 2020 and 2021 definitely you know opened up a different avenue for people to now explore and more so In the realm of commercial, but definitely not stopping the residential market. Jonathan, pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Always alrighty. Don't work too hard the rest of the week. (laughs) But hell, it's only Monday. But let's see what the rest of the week has in store. Thanks so much for joining everybody. Have a lovely evening. Bye-bye.